My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. Top five today, we have one, two, three, four, five. Got some that are super close. You never, you just never know what it's going to take to be in the top five producers around here. Uh, it, uh, it, it varies, right? Uh, and so sometimes you, you have to do over $10,000 to be in the top five. Sometimes uh, just, uh, uh, sometimes it takes considerably less than that. Uh, this week we've got some pretty good production. So uh, let's start with, uh, with number five. Uh, in fifth place, we have Adrian Claxton on the Walker team. Adrian made 200 dials, uh, spoke to 32 people, booked eight appointments, five sits, five apps, zero referrals, five life apps, all five are life apps for $6,050 in premium. Give a hand to Adrian Claxton, everybody. Adrian, are you able to speak up this morning? Good morning, everyone. I'm here. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing all right. I'm uh, I'm actually in a uh, <laughs> I'm in an Uber right now, so um, I had to drop my my son off to school. I'm still kind of laid up on my back, as some of you folks may know. I I had a rib resection surgery a couple of weeks ago, and uh, so I've been <laughs> I've been I've been kind of doing all this kind of you know while I've been laid up in my bed, but. Um, you know, last pause, week was, pause for a second, Adrian, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to us because we got new folks that don't know who you are. So, uh, okay. tell us your name and, uh, and where you live and who hired you. Yeah. Uh, my name is Adrian Claxton. I live in uh, Seattle, Washington here in the great Pacific Northwest. I'm a uh, director, Joe and Tony Walker, um, on the, on the, on the Walker team. So that's, that's where I, that's where I reside out of here. And, um, so yeah, man, I, I, you know, <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I got really fired up last week because I was listening to, you know, the activity call with Andy Riddle and, 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 and Mike and then and then on the Wednesday call. And, you know, quite honestly, I, I looked at those as um, just little just little boot camps for myself to just kind of get my mind right and get motivated. And as soon as I got, you know, excited hearing those guys speak and, and you know, motivating everyone, I just got on the phone and started doing activities. So, um, you know, I, I went out and just, you know, made it happen and I, I have to get props to Tawny Walker because she she went out with me on uh on Saturday and kind of drove me around because I can't drive and so she let me you know she let me ride along with her and then you know she ran appointments with me so so a lot of that a lot of that success from last week you know is is uh, I have to give a shout out to her because she was a part of that as well I love it that's uh give my hand everybody I was and I was talking with Tony and Joe yesterday, and, and Tony was saying how much fun she had doing that. I mean, Adrian's a longtime friend; they've known him for a while. Uh, but uh, if you didn't catch everything he just said, uh, he just had a surgery a couple of weeks ago—a a rib re recession. How, is it, how do you pronounce that? Rib what? A uh, resection. They they took part took part of it or all of your rib out? They they cut out about uh, four inches of it off. Good night. 
And so laid up in bed. Um, and <laughs> it is what it is, right? Can't drive. Uh, and what I love about this story is he found a way. He said, hey, I'm, I got to go make some dials. I got to go make some money just because I'm laid up doesn't mean I can't go work. And he figured out a way. Now, in this scenario, it ended up being Tony Walker, his manager, who was happy to take him, a manager and friend. But it could have been just a friend. Hey, man, can you, do you mind taking a Saturday and driving me around to my appointments? I'll do all the work if you'll just drive me. Um, and he just said he was in an Uber dropping his son off. Like, I'm thinking, what if, what if you're in that situation? What if you Ubered <laughs> from appointment to appointment? That gets expensive. Do you know how much money we make doing what we do? <laughs> like, <laughs> you make $500 a sale, a, two, a $20 or $30 Uber is not going to crush your, your profit margin there. Uh, but, uh, where there's a will, there's a way I, I've, I've seen agents in the past that did not have a vehicle whatsoever and took public transportation. It takes longer to do. You got to plan it out a little bit more. Uh, but where there's a will, there's a way. And uh, I think it's a great example. And Adrian hasn't been with us for years and years and years. Uh, this is, uh, Adrian issued business. I think his first issued business was in August. Uh, September was his first full month and he's already getting a good running. That's, that's, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. August. Yeah, and he's already getting a good running head start for October. So, uh, but but all of this, and and I'm gonna start promoting this more and more. All of this got jump started. Adrian, you were at our summer conference in North Carolina. Is that right? Yeah, that yeah, that's correct. Yeah, the the family reunion. Yep. And and came back from there, and immediately just jumped in and started running. Uh, and so, uh, would you say would you say the family reunion helped that or hurt that? No, the family reunion really got it kick-started for me. I mean, being around, you know, your, yourself and, and all the other leaders there and just everyone was just such a, an encouragement, you know. And, and I, I had a lot of encouraging words from a, lo a lot of people. Um, and so that really, that really got me going. It got me excited. It got me, you know, because when I see everyone up on stage, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm going, you know, well, why not me, you know? I, I think know. anybody can do this. So, yeah. Right on. And there is a national convention coming in January back in North Carolina at the Alliance Convention Center, uh, January 23rd through the 26th. It's officially a Thursday through Sunday. Uh, but if you're, you know, you just want to be there in time for Friday morning kickoff at eight o'clock. Uh, that's, that's when you, that's when you want to be there. So, uh, we'll talk more and more about that and, and make sure you know how to get tickets, uh, if you want to purchase to go. Uh, but, uh, just go ahead and throw it out there, put the dates down on your calendar. Uh, it's coming in January. We're 90 days away and uh, excited about it. So congratulations, Adrian. Thank you so much. All right. In fourth place, there he is. How do you do that while he was in Texas? Uh, in fourth place, Adam Johnson on the McGill team, 213 dials, 29 contacts, 17 appointments, 12 sits, seven apps, uh, zero referrals, all, well, six life apps, uh, for $6,302 in premium, one annuity app for $3,900. So total adjusted premium for the week, $6,497.40. Give Adam a hand, everybody. Hello, Fitz. Thanks for having me on. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. I hear you great. All right. Perfect. I'm actually out in Milwaukee, Wisconsin today, so I'm just jumping all over the place, having a good time. Uh, <laughs> my name's Adam Johnson. I live in West St. Paul, Minnesota, which is south of St. Paul. I'm direct to Grace McGill. And um, yeah, to answer the question, I ran production uh, up until Thursday when it was time to apply. So if, um, if you really plan your schedule, you can, you can cram a lot in there. So I was only home for about an hour before, before I hopped on that flight to come see you, um, which was kind of cool. But um, 
This week, I had the privilege of having Sabina Graham come on an appointment with me. And um, I've also just finished the book, Relentless. And a couple of things occurred to me just from talking with her after the appointment of what her observations were and just reading the book. And that is uh, when you're running more appointments and you're putting in more repetitions, really focus on, on, on perfecting your craft and you'll start to kind of be in a, in a situation where you'll learn more and more to lead your client through the appointment. And really, when we show up to our appointments and we're leading them through it, we're ultimately kind of in control of that appointment. And I guess I just didn't realize it um, just because of, you know, you run more and more appointments, it becomes second nature. But as I was coaching Stefina through, you know, how the appointment ran, we, we got to one appointment and they wanted to sit us in the living room and I just said, oh, would you mind if we sit at the table? And I walked right towards the table. And it wasn't, it wasn't rude in any way. They were very accommodating. They said, sure. And then we sat down at the table, and um, we're going through things, and there's this big, beautiful vase in the middle of the table. Well, I couldn't make eye contact with, with the wife. There's a husband and a wife, and I was sitting right next to the husband. And I couldn't see. I was peeking around this vase. And I said, would you? I said this is a beautiful vase, but I just can't quite see. Would you mind if we just moved it to the side? And she completely took it off the table. And then when it was time to run the quotes, I said, would I be able to trouble you for a glass of water? And, um, and those are just some of the minor little things. If you're leading them through the appointment and certain, you know, if you picture getting a little gold star for every little thing you do, it adds up to, to a successful appointment because you're just building their trust. You're showing your level of competence to them and your level, level of comfort. Um, but really, if you're brand new, Focus on that as much as you can. And um, the more you do it, the more second nature it'll become. And it just, be, it just gets to the point where, you know, we make friends with our clients, we walk them through the process. And if they're trying to have us skip to different parts, we say, I'll get to that in just a second, because we're actually in control of that appointment and just kind of walk them through it. Um, so it just kind of occurred to me and I and, um, and didn't even realize until I started talking with Safino about it. That's really good. Give my hand, everybody. That's really good. <laughs> Taking control. You know, that's, that's a professional right there. He, he is leading them through it. And um, I remember reading, I, I don't know how accurate this is going to be. So if, I, if, if you disagree with what I'm about to say, fair, fair, you know, fair game. <laughs> Feel free to disagree. But I, I, I remember reading... Um, it was, it was kind of about, it was, it was about the, the, the man and woman in ballroom dancing and how the woman, the, the female part of that dance doesn't really have to know what the heck they're doing if the man does. Does that make sense? Because the, the, the lead role there is leading the partner around the dance floor. And it's, it's just, it was, it's about the posture that you're having and, and the hand in the right place. Like it just, it, the, it, it makes the, the, the woman's job so much easier when the man knows what the heck he's doing. Uh, and that's in the ballroom dancing world. Well, in this world too, it, it, it builds confidence in the client about you when you take control like that um, because you're in charge. And just like that, it's, it's kind of like um, when, when two dogs come together, one gives in, right? One's going to submit to the other one's authority. It's the same thing here. When you step in, just something as little as, you know, can we sit at your, your kitchen table? Or um, sometimes I'll have agents say they were distracted by the TV the whole time. I was like, why was it still on? You don't walk into somebody's house and say, can you turn the TV off? What you do is, can you turn that down a little bit? 
is it, is it okay if we turn that down a little bit? And they will just go, oh, we can just turn it off. They just jump right to that. But you taking control like that, just like that, they're now submitting to your authority. And so what you're saying and what you're suggesting, they're open to. It's a big deal that Adam just revealed to us uh, right there. I hope everybody wrote that down. Go use that this week um, and, uh, and take charge in your appointments. I promise you it's a great thing. Thank you so much, Adam, for sharing that with us. travel safely in uh, Milwaukee. I know you're from, you're from Minnesota and there's some animosity between Wisconsin and Minnesota. And so uh, we have next up, number three, uh, Marty Doge on the Doge team, 60 dials, nine contacts, eight appointments, seven sits, seven apps, 13 referrals. All seven were live apps for $7,679.28. Marty Doge, everybody. nine years it's excited that they let me stick around i'm pretty fired up um for all of you that don't know my my beginning was a little slower than the average bear so <laughs> it's exciting to to be able to stand up in the top five um this week it's it's funny adam flew out on thursday but i ended my week a little bit early because we had our our game plan to go to a Def Leppard hairball concert which was amazing um <laughs> but i was three hours out of town so i had to make sure to stop and enough time to to come back so I look at this and I'm like, man, I, I did about half of my normal calls, half of my normal appointments. Um, but current clients, I sat down with some people that I hadn't seen in a little while and just really had a cup of coffee. And it's, it's one of those funny things that you hear an Adam Johnson or a Michelle Alleman that are really good at current client reviews. And, and they always say it was just so easy. And I didn't even bring up insurance. I just stopped by. You know, people that I would call and say, hey, we need to do an interview, but they didn't call me back. And so I just stopped by. Mm. And hey, no, 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 I don't need anything. I just was stopping by. Well, come on in, have a cup of coffee. What's new? You know, what's going on with you guys? And, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, by the way, I was going to call you. We need, you know, so-and-so needs insurance. And so um, went to an area that I always go to, but for that week, my lead flow was low. So I had to figure out what am I going to do? I'm still going. Like I've already committed to go out there. And so uh, I just took advice from everybody else that I get coming here on Tuesday morning. So thanks for Tuesday mornings. Boom. I'm talking about. <laughs> thanks for coming. Don't turn that off. Okay. I need it on. <laughs> All right. Give my hand, everybody. <laughs> Don't mess with my stuff. <laughs> You're right on. <laughs> That's a great thing. And, and I feel like every week we hear from the top five. Usually the top five are people who've been with us for a bit. And I feel like every week we hear them talk about current clients. And uh, if you're new, you could, you could hear that and go, well, I'm new. I don't have any clients. And I'm going, they didn't always have clients either. Like they had to start somewhere. Uh, last week we heard Adam talk about how uh, he, he started tracking them and he would just take the data from his new business transmittal that he turns in with his business. He just took that spreadsheet, copied and pasted into another spreadsheet. And now he's got a running client list something very very simple you don't have to have the fancy crm software we got it but you don't have to have all that it's a real easy spreadsheet he's adam said last week he looked up he knows for october he's got 186 clients that he sold over the years and he's just going to go through and call them all just leave a message just stay in touch with them and they not and not 186 people going to buy he's not going to book 186 appointments out of that but they are uh going to remember him and uh, when they have somebody that needs insurance or when he just stops by their house, they're going to remember who he is as opposed to, I think when I first got started, I had clients that if I popped back in six months later, they would have no idea who I was. 
uh, because I was not doing anything to stay in charge. You don't have to wait a year to do the current clients either. You can touch base in about six months. One of the teachings I do is called Seven Touches. And in that, this, I'm, I'm having conversations with that client a bunch in the first six months. I always love calling them up and say, how's that mortgage protection policy working for you? <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not dead, so it's working great. You know, like, <laughs> great. It just, it was always my thing when I called them and said that. So it, it, stay in touch with your clients. Even if your brand's spanking you, go ahead and start that client database now uh, so that a year from now, five years from now, because you need to eat today, but you need to eat next year too. Uh, and you don't always know what lead flow is going to do. We can predict it in large numbers. Uh, you know, we know nationally if we're doing a million pieces of direct mail, here's how many leads we're going to get. We know, but you can't always predict it exactly. It's going to be up. It's going to be down. Uh, we don't have a mandate to the people to send these letters back to us. Uh, and so we're at, we're at their mercy to send it back. And you don't want your business to be at the mercy of somebody sending a letter back. I promise you. Uh, start building that client database. And, and start working it, and uh, you'll find a lot of business there. So thank you, Marty, for that reminder. Give my hand. I think. <laughs> Number two, down there in Houston, Jonathan Yakey on the Megan team, 100 dials, 16 contacts, nine appointments, three sits, three apps, zero referrals. Uh, all three were life apps for $7,832 in premium. Jonathan Yakey, everybody. Thanks, Fitz. Hey, man. For having me on. You're awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, my name is Jonathan Yakey. I am down here in Houston, Texas, and direct to the Almonds, mostly Megan. <laughs> <laughs> and been here about four years now. So, um, man, I love hearing everybody. I always learn something, which is so cool. Um, I would just encourage you, if you're new, been here a while, just continue to get yourself around people that make you feel slightly uncomfortable. It's a good thing. Um, if you're too comfortable, you probably need to grow a little bit. So just really grateful for all the leaders that we have, um, and the chance to get better. So I think the biggest thing this week, the two of these apps were big. They're both almost 300 total. They're right over 600 bucks a month. And I think the biggest thing I'll say is this comes out of a book called Atomic Habits. I forgot the author's name but he talks in the book about don't create friction, whether it's your personal life or your business life. So for instance, if you're, if you didn't make all the calls you should make this week, next week, make what you're supposed to don't go two weeks in a row, not doing what you know you should be doing. If that makes any sense. So to apply it to this week, I could have just um, sped up, not taking time to sit down with these two clients, but, the initial um, conversation I had with them was it was a mortgage lead and they're both in their sixties, both had term coverage that they had got uh, two years ago. Um, they told me at the time, five years ago. So I will say most people don't know exactly what's going on. Always, if they have other coverage, try to look at it. So at that time they said, we want another policy. We're certain of it. We just want something that was similar to that. So they just wanted to pay the same thing. Anyways, so I just addressed the initial need with them, got them what they were looking for. And I said, look, let's still look at what you have, even though you don't want to look at it. Let, let me come back and look at it next week. And um, anyway, so went back next week, which was this week, and 
they got our their information together and the policy was actually gotten two years ago and they thought they had cash value in it. So I just slowed down and asked them a lot of questions about, you know, why did they get it? What was the purpose of it in the beginning? Why are they looking for more? They obviously filled the lead out. And then do they understand exactly what they have right now? And does that fit what they really want? Right. Um, and so I just asked them some questions. Michelle does this a lot. Some other people I learned it from, but you just ask them, Hey, how long do you think you're going to live? In this case, this is a 10 year term. Um, and they said, well, we're going to live to our age 100. And I said, well, why? And they said, well, my dad was 110 when he died. And then he said his mom was like 95. Their parents lived a long time and they're both pretty healthy. I said, well, what are the, what do you think the percent chance of you dying before this is up? And they said, well, probably like 10% chance we'll die before 10 years is up. I said, okay. So I wrote it on the paper. I put 200 grand, 10% chance. And then I wrote 80 to 100,000, which was a, a whole life product. And I said, this is a 90% or 100% chance you're going to live and get your family's going to get this. Which one? And it costs about the same. It's just half the coverage, right? I said, which one would you prefer? And they're like, well, the 100% chance. Right. So I said, all right, well, let's do this. Anyways, long story short, if you don't take the time to sit down and really slow down and think about the questions you're asking people, you're going to miss a lot of stuff. Cause I could have easily just not gone back, got on the term, called them on the phone. Right. Said I have other clients to see, um, wouldn't have helped them in that way. So that's really all I got. <laughs> that's, that's great, man. <laughs> yeah, Marty said it was a lot. It was. Uh, you said a lot. Um, don't cause friction. I like that. Um, <laughs> you know, when you said that, in my head, I thought, uh, the, the, I've heard the phrase forever, don't be itchy. Like, you know, people who have itchy habits. Um, I've, I've got a son. I won't name his name. It rhymes with Ackery. And um, <laughs> he he likes you know clicking pens or or tapping on things you know just and for him it's like it, he just I guess he just enjoys it but uh, for me <laughs> it like makes me itch uh, and so <laughs> when he said don't cause friction I was thinking don't be itchy you know don't all the itchy stuff that you do like be aware of it and stop it uh, other people it may be driving them crazy that you're clicking your pen over and over and over again or doing a presentation on a dry erase board and you keep opening and clicking the, the pen that's that you're using for the dry erase board. That, that's also an itchy habit. Uh, but I, I love the questions that he's asking and the percentages and just slowing down and asking the, the proper questions, thinking about what you're saying uh, and thinking about what they're saying and thinking about their situation. And um, a lot of times people ask, because you'll hear top producers say just asking obvious questions. And some people say, well, those questions aren't obvious to me. Well, if you stop and think, they start becoming obvious. The obvious questions are, what don't you know, right? If you're, that, that's, that's the question you're asking yourself. Start clicking my pen. <laughs> I realized I was being itchy. Uh, but uh, start, start asking yourself, okay, here's the big picture. What don't I know? And start asking questions about those things that you don't know. Uh, I mean, if he hadn't stopped and slowed down, he would never know that their parents live that long and that they expect to live that long. Uh, just because your parents live that long, by the way, doesn't mean you're going to. Uh, but now they have a policy that for sure is going to pay out. 
uh, if they do. And that's a big deal. So uh, great example, Jonathan. Thank you so much for what you said. <laughs> I keep doing it now. All right. One number one. <laughs> we have uh, number one, Stephanie Prentice on the Alleman team. 60 dials, 14 contacts, five appointments, four sits, four apps, six referrals. All four were life apps for $8,725 in premium. Stephanie Prentice, everybody. And I'm going to be talking for Stephanie this morning. Stephanie is on shift. She's a full-time RN. She works the ER. She works the night shift most of the time, but she is working today. Okay. So my name is Michelle Alleman. Stephanie is out of Houston, Texas. She is direct to me, and she's been with us for um, going on two years now. And very proud of Stephanie. Uh, she's uh, one of these folks who does not even take leads currently because she has a lot of leads that she's gotten in the past. And she's working her old leads. Mm. And these particular sales this past week came from uh, referrals so she's real real good about asking for referrals um, she is a nurse she works the ER she knows how things can happen to people and she just has a lot of passion for helping people uh, one thing I'll tell you about Stephanie she's very persistent and uh, I know this week in particular she asked me to say a couple things she was no-showed several times um, she did spend a lot of her week fixing business that was already impending and doing other things. Uh, in the midst of all of that and her job, full-time job, her dog went blind last week, completely blind. Mm. So she spent hours at the vet and the optometry specialist. And she, while she's in the office waiting, she's calling clients. She's calling leads. She set some appointments. And, you know, one had already went with Colonial Pen, but this is someone she's going to be writing up this week. So even though they've gone with someone else, does not mean you can't go sit down with them and see what we can offer them that may be a better fit for what their needs are. So very proud of you, Stephanie. I know she's listening. She just can't talk. Mm. Um, and she is a superstar. Stephanie is our $20,000 producer on the Alleman team outside of Megan and Jonathan. Um, she is our $20,000 producer. I know it's going to happen this month. So thank you, Michelle. Sorry guys. I can't talk. <laughs> Very good. Thank you guys. <laughs> you know, and, and Michelle made a really good point there for Stephanie, uh, about working the leads, you know, um, I was, I remember when I first got started in the insurance business, a mentor of mine told me, you know, you get 10 leads, you're going to have um, one that is so unhealthy, you know, there's, they're going to buy whatever you're offering them just because they know they can't get insurance. Uh, well, two are probably going to be like that. Um, and then there's going to be two that anybody could frankly sell. <laughs> you know, they're, it's, they're just, they were waiting on you. <laughs> Yay. But then there's six left of those 10 leads that really you're going to have to work to make those sales. And we, our leads when I first got started were pink and we always say, squeeze the pink out of those leads, uh, making sure you can do everything, um, to get them covered. I know Marty has said for years, he calls until they buy or die. Uh, and so, um, 
a first run through a leads is not the end, right? But um, keep working them. You just never know what's going to come out of it. Uh, timing is everything in this world, right? And so the first time you called somebody, it maybe just wasn't the right time for them, but you call them three months from now or three days from now, and all of a sudden, Tommy's just totally different. Uh, and they're ready and they're available and, uh, and we can get them covered. So uh, I like that. I like working that. You know, general rule of thumb, very conservatively, if you get $100 worth of leads, you should have $1,000 worth of premium. That's conservative. And that doesn't take into consideration all the referrals that you're getting. So uh, super conservative on that. If you're not averaging those numbers, talk to your manager. Find out from your mentor what you're doing wrong, uh, what you need to improve on uh, so we can get you, uh, get you better like that. So thank you to all the top five on a fantastic week. And thank you for sharing everything that you learned. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.